Listen. You only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Cinder Williams here, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 31 of the PPC Podcast. Life has been a bit hectic, but I'm really getting excited about my future. I've had so many difficulties over the years. The only way for me to go is up. And on that note, let's get on with it. Have you ever gone through a season that seemed never-ending? I have. I remember multiple times thinking, my life is over, it's falling apart, I'll never see another happy day. Of course that wasn't true. Here I am, today. As a matter of fact, this very moment, and I am a happy camper. Well, my guest today, Travel photographer, media guru, and life coach, Darren Bendu, has found the key to a happy life. I'll let him tell you all about it. Everybody, introducing Darren Bendu. Do welcome to the PPC podcast. Cinda, uh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to meet you as uh, is uh, regular on several of my shows. He is a buddy of mine. He reached out to me a while ago. I did his podcast. I think have I done it? No, I think I've just done his once, but it was we clicked. So he's now my buddy, and I'm trying to figure out how in the world I'm going to get there and visit him and his wife oh, and buddy. a beautiful baby. But it's so great to see you. Um, I, I really appreciate who you are. Baz is a cheerleader of yours. Brilliant, <laughs> 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 vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So, Darren, why don't Glad you tell me just a little bit about who you were as a child and then we'll get into who you are? Brilliant. Oh, well, firstly, it's a pleasure to, it was an honor to be on your show. And, you know, it's, it's really sweet of my, of Baz, my cousin, to sort of put me up for it. So it's great that he thinks I'm also worthy to be on your show as well. So thank you for having me. And uh, shout out to Baz. Thank you very much. Um, me as a child. Um, okay, so I was born in the UK. And I think I was mostly pretty much a quiet, creative kind of kid that entertains myself. Um, uh, with my sister being in hospital a lot, I had to sort of, you know, 
do the old waiting room thing and entertain myself. So I became, that's probably where I first started to tap into my creativeness and, you know, imagination a lot. Um, and very curious kid as well. So um, uh, if I have answers, uh, questions, I like to go out and find the answers or find someone who can point me in the right direction. Wow, that's a lot you just gave me. I love that. Yeah. That's a lot to draw from. <laughs> I'm adventurous. I love the outdoors and everything. So spit sporty, um, but also happy indoors as well. Kind of wherever I am, I just try to make do. Yeah, I, I think that is, is so important. So was your sister older, younger? Uh, she was younger. So, um, yeah, she was had a few complications when she was um, born. So they sort of lived with her for most of her life. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, so, okay. So you started off this quiet, creative kid and that could kind of fit, fit anywhere. So take me through the steps of where that took you. Where'd you go first? Okay, so um, as we grew up, my mom and dad separated and mom used to just move around a lot. So after a while, I sort of became this person that could make friends easily where we were, but also you started used to that sort of moving around. Um, we ultimately then ended up um, in New Zealand, as far as you can get from, <laughs> from where we were and called home. And that's where we, we grew up for a while. Well, for the rest of my life, pretty much through till I was about 27. And uh, wasn't all sort of uh, easygoing over there. Uh, growing up, there was, uh, I suppose, a few of the racial things present. Um, also being different, I had to deal with because I'd moved around for so long. So trying to sort of find that identity for oneself and that, that tribe, you know, trying to find that tribe was always a challenge. Um, so during high school, we end up having a tribe of people with no tribes. So we're a multicultural, my friends are very multicultural. So we have a very global view of, uh, of just things in general. We're just uh, very friendly people. And um, I started DJing there. So I suppose that social um, and friendly vibe sort of took me into the DJing, hospitality um, sort of field and customer service, which is the sort of early part of my career where I really started to fall in love with helping people, uh, understanding their needs, helping them, and helping them really just get from A to B, whatever that solution was. Um, I started on a, a call center. So that's where one of my first, I suppose, professional mentors overheard my conversations with, with customers and he offered me the opportunity to be a call center trainer. Mm. So let me uh, let me ask you this before you move on, because mm. Americans, uh, Black Americans, and and also all Americans, I think when we lis listen to a British accent, oftentimes, or or a UK accent, oftentimes we we don't recognize a tone of voice uh, right. for when it comes to ethnicity. So since I can't see you, what is your ethnicity? Ah, great. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, so um, I'm UK born. Uh, my ethnicity is um, sort of Indian Jamaican and then it's Malaysian Indian from Singapore from my mother's side. So my dad is from Jamaica and, you know, with their history, uh, there's a big, strong bloodline of Indian on that side of me. 
<laughs> as well as uh, the African, and then um, the mixed sort of Malaysian Indian side of my mother, um, and born in New Zealand. So, how did you find in in in, in New Zealand this this crew, this group that you ended up becoming? Because like. I, when I imagine New Zealand, I don't, I've never been there. I, I kind of see, you know, all the clouds. I see it, 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 it a very white place. I'm sure that there's, you know, people there that are, you know, the, the Aborigines. I, I don't, I'm not sure. But I understand what you went through because I went through high school. I moved from mm. all black to all white. And I was like one of a few. And yeah, um, yeah. I unfortunately did not get my crew in high school. Matter of fact, yeah. I didn't get a crew until I was in my twenties. So and it's so, hard to find it, especially in high school, because everyone's so sort of clicky, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was. I think I was just. I was lucky that. Um, the person when I joined this high particular high school, this is my best friend I'm going to talk about. And uh, when I first had to stand up in front of the class and introduce myself and get assigned, I suppose, the buddy, um, he was the only guy that put his hand up and mm-hmm. he, he he's from Laos. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so um, it was pure luck and chance that, you know, he didn't really give a hoot. Where, where where I was from, he's just like, yep. He's just the kind nature of uh, him, which later I I know his family very well. You know, resonates. So it's just like, yeah, come on, I'll, I'll help. And that's sort of where that journey started. And I mean, high school when things got a bit more complicated for me um, with my home life at the age of sixteen. So um, and his family then again were very generous and helpful towards my uh, you know and sympathetic to my situation so you know that 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 was where that sort of finding my tribe really sort of meant something because then i met the other friends who filipino there was a tall redhead there was you know uh maori someone mixed you're all quite mixed and uh, it was a boys school sorry that we went to <laughs> um ah. and then yeah and then and then it sort of resonated with the girls school up the road where my sister was going and we all sort of just had a sort had a, a um a, a, a patchwork quilt of friends from literally all of that sort of area uh, sort of Australasia, sort of Asia, Indonesia. Uh, it was it was quite exciting to learn about all these people and where yeah. they're from. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny because I I lived in Singapore for a couple of years, and um, my daughter, uh, she was in fourth. No, she went to fifth grade there. Uh, no, grade there. I'm sorry, fourth grade. I homeschooled her the first year for third grade. Right. And she went through much the same experience. You know, she'd been moving into so many kids, you know, I mean, so many schools. And so many schools, yeah. I just I just go a lot. And um, and that's what happened to her. She she had this great, awesome group of girls and that she ended up becoming very close with that were that were from everywhere. And it was yeah. so, so such an amazing experience for her. Uh, and it really prepared her for life. So, OK. I'm gonna when you come on the PPC radio show uh on September 1st, uh www.thegrownfolksradio.com on the PPC radio show. Man, I'm gonna get more into this. But I wanna move on now because this is more of an introduction. So okay. Okay. Is it Chelsea Stadium named after you? Did Ben Chelsea? Name? 
what was what was Chelsea Stadium? What? <laughs> Maybe he was being funny. Babs Baby, was saying Baby. some stadium was named after you. I'm like, who is this guy that the stadium is? Okay, maybe he's being funny. Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I think he's maybe just pulling your leg, maybe a little bit. As is a fool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about what you're doing. Lovely soundbite for the clip, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Tinder. What did you say there? I missed I that said, one. I said, tell me where you are, what you're doing now, where has all this brought you? Okay, so. Um, I suppose this one really major turning point in my life was when I was 19. I was sort of in the darkest, you know, hanging with the wrong crowd. I'd sort of detached from the tribe that I'd found earlier because of certain things that were going on in my life. Was on the wrong side of the tracks for a little bit. And, um, you know, it was dark and miserable. And then I, I, I kind of had this epiphany of myself going, this isn't you. You need to be that that kid again, and you need to be that that happy, you know, kid, sociable, and all of that positivity because, you know, it gained momentums. And I was I remember that I was having this really sad down night wherever I was, and I literally just made the decision that I'm gonna, you know, just do my best to just be happy. You know, I didn't need anything. I just needed A, to be happy and B, to improve my current situation. And I, I, I went to bed, um, really sort of, sort of depressed and woke up the next day and literally just took action. And, took, uh, and the first particular action, you might laugh, was to make the best cup of tea ever. No, I can I can feel you. I, I we we resonate, man. We're in alignment in a lot of yeah. ways. So yeah, so I did that. Great to hear that. So yeah, I made this cup of tea, and it was the perfect cup of tea, exactly how I wanted it. And I just sat there and sort of just started thinking, you know, what needs to change first, then what, then what, and then okay, then back to that first point. Okay, to change that, what do I need to do? So it was get a better job, change my housing situation, you know, change my circle of friends and get back, reconnect. So I did all of those things and then started my job. My life just started getting better. I was DJing out more in nicer places, hanging with people that were, you know, positive, you know, good friends, fun loving. You know, we were reckless at times because we were young, but it was all in the good nature of having a good time and having a good time together and keeping each other on track. And that's what sort of got me through my late teens, early 20s was, you know, that real group of people um, and helped me become the sort of adult that I am. Um, and then training, going back to the call center, helping people sort of inspiring them at least to sort of take those steps and, you know, make just one change. It doesn't have to be, it can just be the, the cup of tea moment where you can just sit down, ponder and just go, okay, well, this is my goal. How can I get there and break it down? You know, and I'm very into my my personal well-being. Um, I don't sort of say people should do this, should do that. But I just say, look, everybody's different. And when people sort of look at me, sometimes they're, what are you doing? You look like you're Benjamin Button. I've had a lot of that lately since COVID. You know, it's like everyone, you know, I've just kept on doing what I've been doing for the past five years diet-wise. And, you know, I'm happy to say it seems to be having um, a, a nice impact on me that other people are noticing. And they're asking me now actively, what am I doing? Can you write it down? 
help <laughs> help you know so i'm just like yeah sweet this is what i do it's nothing amazing or wizardry it's just you are what you eat and that's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. that's where the buck stops for me mm-hmm. well you know what i i'm i'm really interested in this one thing I grew up, you know, very spiritual in a church, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But it took me a lot longer to come to that choose happy. It took yeah, me a yeah. lot more years to realize that I could literally make a choice to be happy. And yeah. and once you make a choice and that intention, then then you start acting on it. And, and it changed my life. But that didn't happen for me. Mm. so much later so how oh, right. did you come to that so young i think it was i was at the lowest point the only way was up mm-hmm. and it was either i'd be a victim for my life or take some sort of control and you know when you you just go you just think about okay happy what does that mean and it was just like okay well I didn't need any I hadn't like you know like I said I was at the bottom of my run so there wasn't a lot around me that was making me happy except myself so I I sort of found happiness in the decision of being happy if that makes sense yes. and then that kind of and the, the kind of reason like, oh I've made a decision I'm just gonna okay this is cool already that pressure was um sort of s- relieving and you know the air was starting to smell a little sweeter so to speak um and it was like you know you do that one thing that one thing turns into the few things and that few things turns into a morning that morning sort of turned into a day of happy then a week of happy then a month of happy then you're looking at years and you look back and go you know it's snowboard in an effect that it's automatic now you know uh, being positive and trying to be uh, take positive actions to do something versus just sitting there and dealing with it it's sort of a, um, I suppose, on autopilot now. So what's your um, job? So what's your job? What do you do? Yeah. Okay. Life so. Coach? Well, yeah, I've been. Uh, I, I I was doing life coaching for a while, and then I uh, another life uh, event happened, and I needed to work on myself and my situation. So that was 2017. Um, I got sort of separated from my my marriage, and moved out, got made redundant. It all sort of happened in threes, and I decided to set up uh, my business as a as a freelancer, freelance photographer. Sorry, and I was doing it on the side with a friend of mine for weddings, and I decided that after that redundancy happened, I decided to sort of a take control and just follow a passion that I had or that I, you know, that I still have, sorry, and try to make it, um, make something of it. And um, so far it's been working. That's amazing. Cause you know, it, it just sounds to me like you, um, when you come up to a roadblock, you make a decision, you, you have an intention and you just move. And I know that sounds so easy but it's not for so many people so i yeah. applaud you for for all of the steps yeah. that you've taken in your life in spite of it all and i'm going to wrap this up now because i want to talk to you more next week on september 1st thank you thank you thank you so so much for staying up late and and talking <laughs> with me tonight i really i did have to have another coffee just then <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I appreciate you for that. I usually do it easy earlier, but I, I thank you so much. And I am no so blessed Pleasure. by having met you. Yes, um, thank you. Thank you for coming back next week. I can't wait, man. Yeah, yeah. I hope to hear more about you as well, uh, aligning with them. However, we steer that conversation too. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. One of the coolest things about growing older is the realization that though I've had some struggles and challenges that seemed insurmountable, they weren't. All of those experiences were stepping stones to growth. But honestly, not everyone sees their lives that way. They choose to bear a lifetime of victimhood. But that's a choice. I know from personal experience that if I look at my traumas objectively, after the fact, I can see what I learned, grow from it, and let it go. I can choose happy, and I do. The only way is up. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Wow, Darren is such an inspiration. If you want to hear more from him, join the PPC crew on the PPC radio show, Wednesday, September 1st from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com or on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube Live. Thank you to DJ Kid Disco for music and production. And a great big thank you to Johnny Whiteside for his awesome beats. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. everyone, this is Cinda Williams coming to you with some exciting news. Every Wednesday, the grownfolksradio.com presents the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern, Shelly Show Williams and I are co-hosting this Heal Yourself platform. We are talking about improving the mind, body, and soul. DJ Joe Storm will be bringing us uplifting music. CJ Julianis is our financial therapist. We're going to have phenomenal guests and various therapists, life coaches, and spiritual leaders. And DJ Kid Disco is producing it all. All of this to help us on our paths to restoration. So please join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show at www.thegrownfolksradio.com.